Hello, Seabrus and Spoonies. Thank you for coming over and visiting with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, we're going to talk about relationships because we all have them. Yep, that's right. Even though we have chronic illness, we still have relationships. A lot of the advice is just about how I personally think that good relationships work, and it really doesn't matter whether or not you have chronic illness. Um, I think that it's important to have clear boundaries. Never assume your partner knows where your boundaries are until you've clearly drawn them out. When we assume that another person knows what we need or want from them, we're going to end up getting into conflicts and having hurt feelings. It doesn't matter how long you've been in a relationship, how well you know someone, or how much you love them. You can never read their mind. It is just not a fair expectation to have of someone. When you have chronic illness, it is easy to allow your social circle to shrink until it becomes no one but your partner. But the thing is that there is no way that one person is going to be able to meet all of your emotional needs all of the time. That's just really an unfair expectation, and it's likely to lead them to burning out. So make sure that you're spending time with other people. Make friends online, get out to church call friends or family, just go out there and engage with people other than your partner. It's really important. Make sure that you're telling your partner that you love them, not just with your words, but with your actions too. Small gestures that don't require a lot of spoons can really go a long way. Write your partner a short love note and drop it into their lunchbox. Send them memes to make them smile, Use a please and thank you when you're talking to them. Send them a text just saying, hey, I noticed you did this thing and I really super appreciate it. You're awesome. You're a rock star. Give them compliments. You did a really great job doing this thing. You're beautiful. Anything. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Those little gestures go a long way. Compromising is essential, and both partners need to be compromising. So both people are going to be getting what they want some of the time. If you watch your show tonight, you need to be watching their show tomorrow. I mean, it's great if you can find something that you both enjoy, but the reality is, is that most of the time you're just going to be taking turns on things. You need to meet each other in the middle rather than always landing on one person short. That's just kind of how relationships work. If you're always going to one person's side of things, the person that's compromising all the time is really at risk of A, not having their needs met, and B, of burning out. There's nothing wrong with telling your partner about the things that are going on in your life, but be careful to make sure that you aren't using your partner as a support group. Having chronic illness comes with a lot of emotional baggage, and that requires a lot of emotional work. The thing is that it's not your partner's job to help you work through all of that baggage. And expecting them to do that is likely to learn, lead them to burnout. Instead, find a support group or get a therapist. This will help keep you from dumping all of your emotional stuff into your partner's lap. When you have chronic illness, it's easy to become the focus of the relationship. But that's not how good healthy relationships work. They need to be a two-way, equal back and forth, where both people are equally important. 
That will look different in every relationship, but what's essential here is that you make sure that you are paying attention to what your partner needs too. Remember that regardless of what you are going through, they are going through things too. It is difficult to have chronic illness, but it is also difficult to watch someone you love suffer because of chronic illness. Every time you have a bad day, they do too. That's how loving someone works. So be sure to check in with your partner to see how they are doing. A lot of things that we deal with in relation to our chronic illness gives us weird hangups that we then project onto our partners. We feel useless because we haven't been able to help with housework due to fatigue and pain, and then we project that belief onto our partner, and we begin to believe that they also think that we're useless. We see our scars as ugly, and we project that onto our partners, assuming that they no longer find us attractive. Projecting and assuming are dangerous games. They allow our insecurities to undermine our relationships. The only way to combat this is to have the difficult conversations with our partners and to confront them about how they feel. The challenge then becomes to accept whatever answer they give us. Remind yourself that you are lovable. Regardless of what illness you have or what care needs you have, you are worthy of love. Sometimes we sabotage our own relationships because we can't make ourselves believe that this other person could value us when we see ourselves as broken or useless. Don't listen to that evil little imp. He's lying to you. When you have chronic illness, strange and awkward situations will find you. It will often be embarrassing and you will wish that these were moments that no one else was around for. But your partner's going to be there. They're going to see you fall. They're going to see you do things that you just wish you couldn't. Yeah, there's some things that you don't want to share. And yet, there you are. So my advice is name your scars. Give your body parts sound effects. Give your partner a code name for this crazy mission you're on together. Be sure that you laugh together about all the stressful and unexpected things that happen in your life. I promise having a sense of humor about it will make it easier. Try not to take everything super seriously. Relationships are hard work and are messy. Things never go exactly the way that we plan, and we never end up quite where we aim for. Having chronic illness doesn't need to be a wedge that divides you. It can be something that brings you closer. But you can't let your chronic illness be the elephant in the room that you never talk about beyond the day-to-day functional level. You need to talk about it in context of the way that it's affecting your life and the way that it's affecting your partner's life. So here are some questions that you can ask your partner. Like, what do you think is the most difficult thing about my having chronic illness? Two, uh, what are your biggest worries for the future? And lastly, you can ask, how do you feel when I'm having a flare? Exploring some of these ideas can help you get a better sense of their perspective of your chronic illness. If your relationship is going to work, you need to make sure that you're having moments that are beyond your illness. You need to make sure that you're doing things together that have nothing to do with your illness. Read a book together, go for a walk, watch movies, play video games. It doesn't matter what it is, but when you're doing that thing together, you need to do your best and not talk about your illness either. There needs to be a time and a space that your illness doesn't touch because you 
or not your illness. So don't let it have access to everything in your life. Thank you again for stopping by. I look forward to talking to you again. Until then, you take care of yourself. Bye.